0: Hello and welcome to the First Issue Club podcast. We are your weekly reading book, comic book club, where we read comic books each and every week. We read first issues only. That's what we do here. We are reading a couple of books today, but in the club today, we don't have Mike D. This is the first for like however many episodes. It's his birthday, so he's groundhogging it. I think it's a, a twice a year event. Once on his wedding anniversary, he gets a day off, and once on his birthday, he gets a day off.
1: And makes it makes it difficult for us because the studio is in his house.
0: This is bringing back flashbacks to when we started COVID and we had to Zoom together and all the yeah. shit, the microphone shit. But now we have a real PTSD here. <laughs> uh, we got Greg, we got Budget King, we got two books that we're covering this week, back to the double two format. We got Monkey Prince on DC. And Until My Knuckles Bleed on Behemoth Publishers. Uh, so we got two, two fine-ass comic books to talk about. Two, two first issues uh, that I'm pumped to talk about. But before that, we got a bunch of news. We got a bunch of shit. This is a jam-packed episode. This is the uh, meal that you ordered where they dumped a bunch of fries into your bag. And mm-hmm. then you got a bunch of extra fries. And you're like, oh, damn, that's, that's good. I'm having a good day. I believe that this episode will lead you to that result.
1: Yeah, if anything, this episode should be dubbed the bag fry episode where he has got so much extra stuff for you guys. And probably for a good reason. Budget King, I don't know if you know this or not. This is our 250th episode.
0: That's legacy numbering. Too, yeah. Greg.
1: If if that was um, if we were on Marvel, we'd be getting our own number one right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. they'd be, We'd be getting no pay raise and more books.
1: Yep. And we'd have like 15 variant covers all done by famous world class
0: artists. I can't wait to see me drawn by Peach Momoko. I think it'll be great. Here's what the thing is. is You hear 250 and you hear like, oh, that's a legacy act. That's an act. That's a... That's the thing I don't need to get into. That's the wheel of time. Why would I spend so much time reading that or consuming that? The thing is, we're kind of bullshitters and you could just pick up on this episode or the next episode. You don't have to listen to one single other episode. This just start this friendship right now. It begins yep. today at two fifty. Yep. You could uh, listen to
1: our companion podcast called first issue companion and it's uh, <laughs> details our back histories uh funny quotes we've all said characters that have come and gone um so if you want to do some catching up just find that episode out there
0: we've done You're some cra- great go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love we've done some crazy uh stuff with like numbering like episode 100 and mm-hmm. uh all like Halloween episodes we were, we're gonna do something crazy but I think we're gonna save it because we're big frank miller heads for 300. Oh yeah, this is podcast. <laughs> 250 though. That's a number, that's a bunch of times around the sun. So I'm pumped yeah. about that. I think uh, 250 is crazy. I mean, like we've amassed
1: quite a bit of new friends and we've covered a lot of cool comic books. So uh, I think first and foremost, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know, as long as you're still there, we we will still be here <laughs> and uh we'll keep the light on for you.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we would not be here without all of the ears. And there's a lot of other stuff. That uh, we do, we do a Patreon, so make sure to check that out. Mm-hmm. We're, on, we're on social, like a motherfucker, like everybody is. Who's not on social? Do you ever hear people, podcasts say, like, listen to wherever you get podcasts? Yes. And that's- then they're just like, we don't have Twitter, we don't have Instagram. It's like, how do you even <laughs> get the word out about your podcast? Oh, that's right, you're famous. Exactly. You don't need it. Um, and we have a sponsor. We are sponsored by Boulevard Brewing Company and the Space Camper IPA. Uh, which you should—that's the only beer you should order. I saw it yesterday, uh, in the hands of a a nice family. Every every family member had mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, all Including of age. the dog? Yeah, the dog at a at a restaurant. They were temporarily unmasked while they're drinking their beer, yeah. and then put it back on. They're very COVID safe, and they enjoyed themselves. I asked them afterwards.
1: I bet they were all smiling while they're drinking their Space Camper IPA.
0: Totally, we got Planet Comic Con coming up. They're going to be a big sponsor. We'll be. We'll be there with them. So if you're in Kansas City, we're hosting a
1: panel out there. We're actually hosting the first ever podcast meetup for Planet Comic Con. So if you're in the Kansas City area and you have a podcast or you want to start a podcast, meet us there uh, Saturday at 1130. We're out there um, to show you guys how to make a fun and interesting podcast and introduce you to some podcasts
0: in the area. And we're going to slap some consensual asses.
1: Yes, respectfully.
0: Yeah, if you want your ass slapped, we'll slap it there. <laughs> Sign the release form and you're good to go. Yeah, just get in line. And then um, one, more, one
1: more thing before we get into the news. Um, if you're in the Kansas City area, March 6th, we are co-hosting an event with three other Kansas City podcasts, Debates on Tap, Who the Hell is this for, and Nightmare Junkhead. We are um, co-hosting a virtual Mario Golf event to benefit the local Kansas City Hope House. Um, It's a great charity event to benefit a great organization. Um, Boulevard has really ponied up here and is giving a raffle away for free beer for a year, which is insane. And we will be giving away a PlayStation 4 um, and many, many other prizes to be given away. So if you're in the area, come on down. Uh, March 6th at Cinderblock Brewing Company. We'll have that poster all over our social media. So don't worry about uh, writing it down now in the car. Be safe. Just go check our socials. I just want to give a quick shout out um, that we'll be doing that on March 6th.
0: Oh yeah. All right. What do we got for the news? That was a lot of like, that, was a, that
1: was a news hit. Let's start <laughs> with one. That's that just dropped today. Um, Joel Jones is being, uh, I guess, uh, called out for maybe tracing some Laraz pens for X-Men uh, to, for her, Wonder Woman book, and I so I saw I saw the images, you know, side by side, and they're kind of like I don't know, they're definitely similar. I would say they're more inspired by than like ripped off. I mean, it's just like some character poses that are kind of in the same positioning. I think people are kind of over exaggerating a little bit, but obviously when this stuff happens, you kind of need to call it out and to make sure no one's ripping off somebody else. But um,
0: that's the new hubbub. That's going around the Twitter sphere. Greg, you're an artist. I yeah. I've I've dabbled. When I draw something, I have to have reference to it. Thank you. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm just saying, like, I have to like be like, what it, what exactly is a tricep look like, and like, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they just got carried away. Is that what happened here? <laughs>
1: Maybe, or they just like liked the pose and was like, you know what, this will fit my drawing. So I want to reference this, and it makes it sound like the, the whole page, like, front to back is just, like, lifted from an X-Men comic to this Wonder Woman comic, and it's not really the case at all. So it's a little bit clickbaity article that's happening here. Maybe it was an homage. <laughs> not even that because it's not even in reference to anything
0: a secret homage uh, yeah one of those secret it's so secret no one knows about it yeah that's every time I copy somebody publicly I just say that was a secret homage yeah didn't you know <laughs> yeah I was whenever I, when was, I ever uh, got caught writing my parents signature to get out of school I was an yeah, homage I was homaging this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ground me for honoring you yeah I just did it on this exact line this piece of paper but I love you.
1: Yeah. I, uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery.
0: <laughs> All right. What do we got? At? I like this next one. Um, so a friend of the show
1: uh, it recently announced on their Twitter, um, David Pepos announced that he's going to be the new writer for Savage Avengers. Nice. Uh, previously, it was, I think, Gary Duggan or Jerry Duggan who was doing it. But in any case, uh, David has done Scouts Honor and Get Him to the Chapel lock and uh spencer and lock so he's been like really in the trenches with the indie comics and he finally got the call he got his phone rang it was cb he was like i need you i need you for savage avengers get out of the trenches the cb
0: only do uh landlines when he makes that call you have to yeah Yeah, because then if if you don't um you know people in the you you can't hang up Cause you can't you can't hang up and be like, God damn, I work for Marvel. <laughs> no, it can't be dramatic.
1: No, exactly. So yeah. it's all about performance for CB. and it's it's a, <laughs> it's a landline or nothing.
0: Uh, that's awesome. I think Savage Avengers is a fun book. Uh, so I think that'll be great. Yeah, and like the the lineup for the new
1: Savage Avengers is pretty cool. Uh, Weapon H is in there, which is like the cross between Hulk and Wolverine, and you have like uh, Toxic and, um electra as daredevils on the team as well so it's just a lot of cool new people on the avengers so um savage man for that
0: <laughs> all right what are we what's the next one that we got
1: did you see that there's a new justice league book coming out by daniel warren johnson and it's called jurassic league and it's just the justice league is dinosaurs
0: okay that's pretty badass
1: so i mean They're just dispensing marijuana now at DC. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, whatever you can think of, we'll do
0: it. We'll just do it. More
1: Batman, more Batman. (laughs) Yeah. But how can we make Batman fresh? Oh, we'll make him a T Rex. Nailed it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to say, this is exactly what I want, though, out of DC to just be like, yeah, yeah, we're a joke.
1: (laughs) 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 We've done everything else. Why not, you know? Uh, now I'm wondering when Marvel's going to do it.
0: Jurassic shit. Yeah. I will. They. Yeah. If it's a good idea, they won't be above the homage. No, exactly. This will take. This will. No, that'll be a rip off. It won't even be an an, an homage. <laughs> hey, it's always an homage if you call it first. <laughs> if you say it before Twitter calls you out, it's an yep. homage. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to record a little bit of an addendum here. We're about to talk about the Diamond 2021 sales sheet. And we, like some other people in the world, uh, forgot that Diamond dropped Marvel halfway through this year and didn't have DC at all. So their list was a little bit misleading. So uh, what you're about to hear is us having a hot take, like I'm assuming Diamond wanted us to have, but uh, we came across as a little bit of uh uninformed noobs so i apologize for that and uh let the news segment resolve uh did you see that diamond released their uh best um selling comics of uh 2021 no oh yeah Do you have any it, top hits to tell me big old list uh num like one through five is just uh you could probably call it but it it also was like kind of odd so i'll just tell you it you yeah. want to, we I, and i want to cover past five in uh the patreon if you're cool with that yeah 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 okay you know what number one is you want me top to- book of 2021
1: is has gotta be a batman book
0: <laughs> it, it didn't make the uh the top at all it's kind of crazy so okay i'll just tell you it it's here's the thing it's mm-hmm. Four of the five are number ones, which means we're in the right business, baby. Mm-hmm. Number we're breaking one <laughs> news. Number one is King Spawn. Oh, that makes sense. Because they did all this. Unfortunately, I think, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm. You're also gonna witness here that most of these are um, multiple cover scenarios, except for this one. House of Slaughter number one is number two. Oh, interesting. Then we got Gunslinger Spawn. Then, and this one's one I'm not a fan of, Berserker number one. Boo. And then Venom 35. But look at that. Image, boom, image, boom, then Marvel. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: And that, I think House of Slaughter is basically piggybacking off of someone is killing the children hype.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, there's no, there's nothing yeah. to be uh
1: Because no one wants to be
0: left out of that party. Yeah. So, uh, DC did not crack the top ten, um, but uh, there it is. That's for the whole year. This is 2021's comic books. Yeah, so it it yeah. What, that's they, insane. What, what do that's they ship? Crazy. Oh, you know why? <laughs> you know why DC isn't on the list is they don't ship DC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, we have to cancel the you, show. But the you know, over. but you know what? I wasn't wrong. <laughs> They're not on the list. <laughs> so uh yeah that's diamond just uh showing what they sold and they that's mostly funny. sold image books so <laughs> there they did it <laughs> busted <laughs> okay uh let's dive into uh you wanna, let's start with uh until my knuckles bleed yeah yeah okay um until my knuckles bleed is on behemoth uh publishing do you know anything about behemoth Greg? Uh, no, I know they're relatively new
1: and they are doing some pretty, not like adult, but like they're like more mature themed comics, more bloodier.
0: Yeah, they have like an action bent to them
1: mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did the Turbo Kid comic. Mm-hmm. They are doing like uh, Watch Dogs, which is that video game. They're doing like an, an RPG. So they do a little bit of that, like, you know, what's that called? Buying proprietary stuff and make it into a comic book. Like licensing? Yeah, there we go. Um, They also, okay, they're from Dallas. They also have a, they print records and tapes. They actually have an artist that's like a, it's like a screamo band. Like an Uh, in-house artist? I believe they have an artist on their like comic book uh, consortium of things that they do. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't hate that. I think every comic (laughs) publisher should have a house band. I kind of love it, too. The band, the records they have put out are kind of crazy. Like, they've put out, like, some really cool records. Some, Interesting. Some, like, weird stuff. But, like, um, some, like, really awesome, cool stuff. And they just do a bunch of different shit. They also have Behemoth Interactive, which I never clicked on the link, but that leads me to believe they make like, video games. Video games, yeah. So it does appear that they make video games. Anyway. Wow. That's Behemoth. They're like, I don't know anything about them besides they have their hand in like everything metal adjacent, I guess, including actually bands on their label.
1: Can, can, can we do a, a quick music side? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to listen to the new Animal Collective, and I think I'm just not an Animal Collective guy. Okay.
0: I wanted to ask you this. And I'm glad that you said this. Which did you read your comic books this week, the Corn album or the Animal Collective album? And for you, it was I, it, Corn? It's
1: going to be Corn i if 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 my reading had a soundtrack, it's the corn, the new corn. Hell, yeah.
0: OK, I listened to both albums. I didn't hate them, but I'm Animal Collective. Big, big fan. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just not. They're not cool. Don't even say you're not cool enough because Animal Collective is like jump the shark. And yeah. they're not. You know what? You know what Corn and Animal Collective have in common? They That's have me. a rabid fan base. They're the only two bands I can name every member. Of, uh... <laughs> oh
1: that's awesome so uh well, be awesome you have... if, like corn was moonlighting as animal collective
0: right well when you have band names like panda bear uh deacon and geologist you might think i'm talking about corn but i'm actually naming animal collective that's panda. animal collective <laughs> uh so yeah makes makes it easy anyway yeah my reading was mostly done animal Collective. I was a fan, but uh, you know, not for everybody, not everybody's cup of tea. Until my knuckles bleed, definitely more of a corn album mm-hmm. uh book, specifically because it is 90s superheroes um who are okay. in present day trying to just live out their life. And it has a bit of like a noir bent to it, like kind of like powers-esque. Um, but the main thing here is that it's like it has a Frank Miller it, at, ish homage because which is that's just victor santos's artwork yeah and then it's but it's like instead of it being a 90 homage which that's the theme of this fucking uh episode by the way yep um it like thinks about it and realizes like well, what would be fun to do with like those characters what if they were like retired superheroes and just like one's like a bouncer uh <laughs> and it actually like works pretty well there's like yeah. a, pr- a pretty good like mystery to it i really so um i kind of dove into victor santos a little bit and was like oh well, i know i've seen that before i've seen that style he did this like web comic that got printed by dark horse called polar that was mm-hmm. a netflix yeah. netflix show in 2019 and mads Mikkelsen plays the like main character of it yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm calling patch. it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It has a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, which that's not Victor's fault. He just made he wrote the damn story. He can't yeah. control the splats. It may not even be Mad <laughs> Mickelson's fault, exactly. Yeah, it's probably just the you know, it's the world a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, it's also probably that. Um, but this, uh, this comic book was like. Probably there wasn't a lot of number ones out this week, but like one that's like very fun delivers and like the artwork's great. And like, there's nothing like inaccessible about it. I will say this first time I read it, I was sleepy. Don't ever read comic books when you're sleepy. That's just like, it's like driving when you're sleepy. You're always going to have a bad experience. (laughs) You're going to (laughs) miss the important stuff. Exactly. Went back, read it up, read it on some hyped up coffee. And I was like, this is, this is a, it's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And so my knuckles bleed Victor Santos, you know, maybe we got another Netflix deal. It'll crack the twenties on uh, rotten tomatoes this time. And so. Well, well I mean, worth- it's,
1: it's kind of treading a well-worn trope of retired superheroes Trying to find their place in the world, so like, I mean, I mean, it's it's a successful genre. It's like if crossover
0: wasn't meta.
1: Exactly. Yes. Do you what know what 100%? I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it, it, it also the comic book is also like sometimes you feel like you're reading a '90s book, so it's written really smart like that. Like it's like it'll dip in between. Kind of too heady. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of boobs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, but it was like, it, it was fun. And then the way that like Victor draws these Drox characters is they're like, almost like Minecrafty, like they're big blocks. <laughs> they're too blocky. They're like, <laughs> it's like a life belt thing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but it makes it fun. So it's like, makes the violence like even better. So I don't know. I don't really have complaints with this. I love seeing like, we, I wish Mike D was here. He loves seeing tired out old people as comics. That's, that's his favorite genre. It's like, yeah,
1: that's his, that's his bag.
0: Yeah, old uh, old man getting his uh, last day. <laughs> so this was
1: kind of a hard book to find.
0: Oh, you know why that is? It may actually be coming out this week too. I think that they the digital and the print uh, didn't get aligned. So oh, behemoth,
1: interesting. Okay, but
0: Behemoth, if they're listening, and I know they are, they might need to say hey. We do video games, we do tapes, we do VHSs, we do records. We might need to publish our comic (laughs) books on time. Sometimes we get the schedule mixed up. We're sorry, (laughs) folks. Eventually, it'll all be out there. (laughs) You'll get to read it one way or another. (laughs) But the comicology was on time, so... (laughs) That's all that matters. Yeah, it worked out for me. All right, what book
1: you got, Gregory? So I read a book that was... Um, Getting some hype because in early, or I guess mid or late 2021, it was teased that a new superhero was being added to DC called the Monkey Prince. And it is based off of Eastern mythology of a prince who is like this monkey prince who comes and, you know, defeats other enemies. And so now the same
0: character based on like Wukong and League of Legends, you know, by League of Legends.
1: Uh, kind of, yeah, that and like Goku and like. Oh other, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Somewhere in there. Okay, mm-hmm. continue. Yeah. And, Didn't mean to interrupt you with my ADD brain.
1: No, no, you're good. That I encourage questions. I get better when questions are asked of me. Because if I have the answer, I look smart, and that's the important thing.
0: It is the it's the only important thing.
1: <laughs> so, Monkey Prince on DC, written by uh, Jean Lu Yang, who did American Born Chinese and Boxer and Saints, two books that I love. They're fantastic it's all about uh being like like american-born chinese is obviously about a chinese-born uh, american-born chinese person living in america and dealing with two different conflicting uh lives of, of uh, living in america if that makes sense
0: i think it was just optioned too yeah it's gonna be on yeah. disney plus actually
1: okay nice so that'll be cool Um, And then the art was done by Bernard Chang, who's done a lot of DC work. So two people who have done uh, some great comics and have found a new home on DC. Uh, It's a typical kid in high school has these two parents who like uh, Moonlight as henchmen for DC villains, like building machinery and stuff for different DC villains. And so... um, it wouldn't be a DC book without Batman. So Batman is actually in this book, which Oh, thank God. Is kind of the downfall of this book. Um, it, it it kind of speaks to DC not uh trusting its reader to be smart enough to know that they're reading a DC book if Batman isn't in it. And so this kid who turns into the monkey prince um is in the same high school as uh Batman's son, um Damien. So that's oh. how we kind of get the connection there.
0: So he's is he flashing a little fur?
1: By the end, he's flashing some fur. Yeah, he uh he's uh, kind of picked on a lot as a kid, and this like friendly janitor befriends him and like kind of teaches him to be more confident. And then he has to, you know, stand up for himself. And eventually, he he's has like, to I got dive. a red ass. He has to dive through the school pool, and it takes him to this other dimension or other land where his real father the the monkey king lives and so that's where we're left at the end of the episode where he's confronted by batman because uh he's in full fur in the high school kind of beating up the bullies who have beaten him up and batman chops off his head with a batarang whoa yeah so i don't know if it's like a lizard thing where you can pull a lizard's tail off and the tail (laughs) will grow back so is, this a, if,
0: is this a one-off <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's a one and done the monkey <laughs> prince is dead okay that would be kind of badass in <laughs> it would be kind of badass um this book was um really messy it was messy as far as a writing um as the writing goes i've loved american-born chinese and boxer and saints but with that Gene Yang was like allowed to do his own thing and tell his own story. And when you have these amazing writers thrown into Marvel and DC continuity, you, they're really shackled down with what they can do and explore. And so um, this book was really kind of ham fisted with like a lot of details really quick and like characters thrown in that you're supposed to care about and you don't really care about at all. And so it was just really kind of, uh, a jumble, and um, it wasn't really a good flow as far as telling the story. The artwork was beautiful. Um, I, I'm sure it's going to be a promising book as it goes on. But, you know, as far as the first issue, I was, you know, kind of left scratching my head of what the actual hell was going on. That's a shame. It is a damn shame.
0: If If DC wanted to make some money, they should have put this character in somewhere else before it appeared here.
1: Well, they did. They did like a. Do you remember the uh, book, the annual they did of like all the um, Asian characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, okay. That's where he made they his debut. Okay. In that book, and there so yeah, and so another great thing about the Monkey Prince um, number one that came out is the the creative team is all Asian Pacific descent. I saw that. Yeah. So, I mean. It's just always great to have representation in there and to always have, you know, the correct voice with the correct character to really, you know, power home a great story. So I have high hopes for this book.
0: So you're saying... It's just a rough things, stumble. Things I like. Mm-hmm. Asian team, monkey people, cutting mm-hmm. off heads. Yep. Things not so great. No real story.
1: Not as of yet. Okay. It's, um, you know, they... I think they tried to run when they should have walked with the first couple issues, okay. they really wanted to get to monkey land. So they're just like, we gotta, we gotta go, 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 go. That's
0: why they should have started a monkey land. I guess they couldn't have teased that there was a teen story.
1: No, no. So, I mean, I don't know where they could, have, I mean, they could have just sloped the fact that you find out in the first few pages that his parents are like moonlighting as like henchmen to like make tech for villains is like, that's your first story arc. Right. That, that buildup's cool. So why they spilled that so quickly is kind of crazy to me.
0: It's all in. You just know you know what your character is. I'll okay, cast no
1: breaks at DC.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. Just go. Just throw it in. Put the runs in. We just need covers. Just go, 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 go. We'll figure out the story later. We're not making Diamond's uh, top list. <laughs> why aren't we making their top list? Put oh, us shit. in the list. I forgot. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Monkey Prince until my knuckles bleed until my knuckles bleed gets the certified, uh, pick of the week. Yeah, I would, I would definitely give it to
1: until my knuckles bleed is giving me pick of the week. Nice.
0: Uh, wanted to shout out to at the end of this episode, what's the furthest place from here or home. Mm -hmm. Um, that comic book that we covered a long time ago, issue number four come, will come out when this is out there. Um, so yeah, what the, what's the furthest place from here has been a solid book all the way through. And I think it's got enough hype that I just don't want to be not on the hype train saying like this book was good. This book right. is awesome. I want right. to be on the record as long as it doesn't get canceled, <laughs> I guess. Uh, there should be no I-
1: doubt here. that first issue club is pro furthest thing from here.
0: <laughs> I just want a lot of people are saying first issue club. They talk about first issues. Do they even know about comic books outside of that and what's going on? Just Not funny. often. <laughs> Just number one's flying. Just around. number
1: ones. And then boop, nothing else.
0: Yep. Nothing in the brain. Uh, here's an image book, you know, better than ice cream, man, at this point.
1: And I think what sets it apart is the genuine love for music that the creative team has. Uh, you get like the cool Easter eggs of albums and lyrics in the actual issue. And then you get like these little 45s with like the special edition comics, which are phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Which are mostly sold out. You have to kind of pre-order them.
1: Yeah. Well, now they're on second printings for all second pressings of the records, which is kind of unheard of in the comic industry. They're reprinting records with new cover sleeves and everything, which is, borderline genius as far as marketing goes. Oh,
0: I love it. And they're reprinting records too. So yeah, it's just so, so brilliant. And And about every one of these albums has like one band where I'm like, I'm a legitimate fan of that band.
1: Oh, when I saw that they had gotten screaming females on there, I lost my goddamn mind. I was like, this dude knows
0: music so well. It's a number four as chubby in the gang. And it's just like, there's so and I think we said this already, but number one had Joyce Manor. So it's like just so much rad stuff. I love that they're just going all out on this comic and it's worth it. It's kind we- of, it's like weird and does like weird shit. And you're, like, you're kind of finding out about the world as it unfolds. Right. That? And that's kind of great about the indie comic itself is this like
1: you, you go to the indie comics because you want weird stories and weird characters and you just want something different than superheroes punching each other. What Matthew Rosenberg has done is just like, Okay, you like these weird stories. How about these weird musicians that go along with it? And so he's kind of like creating this whole community of just like, I love this band. If you love this comic, you're definitely gonna love this band. And so like, he's just getting these new readers to listen to this new music, which is just really needed. Uh, in my eyes, because it's just a lot of homogenized music out there right now. So. Oh,
0: and I love, I love that it's like also new music. So it's not just like a lot of comic books when they write stuff, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, when music was the best."
1: Do you like, like the Ramones? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> Krieg Bop changed the world. <laughs> you ever heard of the Beatles? <laughs>
1: um but, but they, you're right yeah. though like they just it's like vh1 greatest right. hits and you're just like okay yank yes i've heard of the clash like give me a break but with these new artists that these books are putting out it's it's phenomenal
0: i love it i'm sorry and this is the, author, the same author that did uh we can never go home which mm-hmm. and uh, four
1: kids rob a bank or something yeah
0: which was when black mask was actually a good publisher and put out their comments <laughs> easy easy <laughs> They're a good publisher. They just don't print (laughs) (laughs) books. Uh, And so, um, but yeah, so Hot Author, definitely worth uh, checking out. I just want to say we endorse this comic. I kind of hope they do like a Spotify playlist at some point. Oh, with all the songs?
1: Uh, Yeah, just like, you know, here it is. Listen to it, nerds.
0: I kind of hope they don't, so you have to like oh no don't do that you know what What makes it more exclusive right like because it's i think it's cool so music, like you, the, music shouldn't be exclusive it should be inclusive okay uh this is that whole thing about spotify where it's like you think all music should be available at all times for free and that bankrupts artists well here's something else don't use spotify either because joe rogan oh oh there you go now that's a- <laughs> that's
1: what <laughs> were- the twitter is telling me and no,
0: you got I want to be canceled please. <laughs> um I don't know. I like the idea. I would love the idea that if they just existed in vinyl and didn't make it over the digital world. Because okay.
1: you know. But- i can get behind that. I don't want to bankrupt bands. That's exactly what I don't want to do.
0: But I do he- want to hear it. So for me just like, you know, I don't own a Tesla cuz it's too expensive. <laughs> I do want all the music that I couldn't get the pre-orders on to be available so I can hear the songs.
1: What if it's like you order the book and you get a special code to enter a
0: Ooh, Spotify playlist? I like that. And you like can't use It gives you share a password. It. You can't you can't no, it's, a one, it's a
1: one and done password.
0: Yeah. I love that. <laughs> all right, cool. We did a little segment where we update you on a book we covered. Um and uh, that's it. You got anything else for this this certified SOD?
1: Uh, yeah, I read about three of the first issues that we're going to talk about over there on the Patreon. Um, if you want to join us in more comic book conversation, but don't like Twitter, and I don't blame you, head on over to the First Issue Club Discord. We already have a ton of people over there that love talking comic books and music and sports and all kinds of stuff. So join us over in the Discord. Um, that link can be found on all of our social medias. Uh, once again... Thank you, Boulevard Brewing Company, for sponsoring the show. Uh, March sixth at uh, Cinderblock Brewery, we will be doing the event with debates on tap. Who the hell's is for Nightmare Junkhead to benefit the Kansas City Hope House? Uh,
0: two fifty, yeah, hopefully two fifty th- more. Thanks to all the people that listen to all two hundred fifty episodes.
1: And I know that there's at least. A handful of you that have heard all 250
0: yeah solid thank you to anybody listening at all though it's great to be making 250 episodes of an of a fun-ass podcast
1: yeah it is it's i'm you know kind of gobsmacked by it all but it's really fun it is good
0: all right bye First Issue Club is brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company via Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Our music is courtesy of the fine folks at Primary Color Music. You can find, friend, and follow us on social media at First Issue Club or firstissueclub.com. You can support First Issue Club by joining us on our Patreon for additional content at patreon.com/firstissueclub.